0: Welcome to episode 3 of Chef's Dream, the podcast which goes behind the scenes at Scaffer, the School of Culinary and Finishing Arts in Dubai. If this is your first time tuning in, we suggest you go back to the start so you don't miss anything. I'm Ray Addison, a graduate of the school's professional kitchen and pro-finishing courses, and this season I'm revealing what life is really like for students at the largest vocational culinary institute in the Middle East and South Asia. Coming up, North explains how she's using some downtime to learn a new skill.
1: Well, I kind of see, want to see where it takes me because I've always been interested. I've been toying with the idea for a while and I just kind of, now is a good time. And I went and thought, okay, I mean, I'm not going to delay it anymore, so I'll just go for
0: it. <laughs> we find out why every Scafa student receives training in how to use rational ovens. This
2: means that when they land in a hotel or in any kind of business where they see rational, they already feel home. So it's an extra card also for their CV.
0: And graduate Durgesh tells us how he gained his Level 2 City and Guilds despite holding down a full-time job.
3: I told Chef Francisco, if any point of time you feel that I won't be performing well or I won't be keeping up with the schedule because I had to come to Dubai all the way from Abu Dhabi on my off days.
0: Now, regular listeners will know that each episode of Chef's Dream focuses on a new week on Scaffa's professional kitchen course. Here's Culinary Director Chef Francisco Arrea to explain what the students learn in week three. Uh, week number three will be about veggies and eggs.
4: Hmm? It's, a, it's a bit split, right? Uh, so uh, on the veggie side, they'll learn how to cook different veggies. What we're aiming this week is for the student to understand that uh, veggies mainly they're built yeah around fiber, and they have water trapped sort of in a cell. It's not a cell properly, but in a cell. So they need to understand that uh, even though that we need water for living and everything, the more the water, the less the flavor. Mm-hmm. So we try to teach it in that way. So we'll they'll they'll learn how to sweat, and how to saute, and they'll understand that in the sweating they're trying to remove all the water without any caramelization. So it's gonna be a very long process at a very low temperature, trying to break this uh, walls of the cells. So the water comes out and becomes steam, but without caramelizing the veggie. In the other side, we're gonna have saute. That saute means very high heat for very short periods of time. And in this one, we're concentrating on the caramelization of the sugars we're gonna find on the veggies by exposing them to high heat not burning them, but also without breaking the walls, hmm. so when you saute the veggie should have a lot of flavor caramelization, but it should have a lot of water as you it should be crunchy mm. opposite that sweat. Eggs are very tricky eggs are um, you know they're very tricky because eggs are built of mainly two parts: the egg white and the egg yolk, and their composition will completely different the The white will be mainly protein and water the yolk will be fat and protein and very little part of water. So they cook at different temperatures. They set at different temperatures. So uh, even though we eat, we should eat eggs, you know, regularly, right? Usually at home, we don't cook them properly. Hmm? So that day is about, you know, getting getting a grip on how to make a proper scramble egg, how to make a good omelette, how to poach eggs and so on. For the assessment that week, the student will have to cook a couple of vegetable dishes, usually using two cooking methods. So it could be one baked and a roasted, or it could be a deep fried or, you know, in that sense. And they'll also have to do eggs benedict. And in the eggs benedict, we usually are going to assess the egg poaching and hopefully the bread. If the student is ready to be assessed on his bread, he'll be assessed on his breads.
0: Time now to introduce you to another new student. Noof is a lifelong foodie taking advantage of some downtime to grab a new skill.
1: Cool, so my name is Noof, I'm uh, from Saudi, I'm 29 years old. And uh, I started doing this course basically because um I'm just really interested in cooking. I've been passionate about it my whole life and I just went for it. I have a bit of time now. Basically I work in events and now is a bit of a quiet period so I thought okay I could use a bit of my spare time to um, take this course.
0: And what's the reason for, for doing this course now? Like You work in events, you've got a career, mm-hmm. what, what are you kind of thinking?
1: Well I kind of see. want to see where it takes me because I've always been interested. I've been toying with the idea for a while and I just kind of now is a good time and I went, thought, okay, I'm, I'm not going to delay it anymore,
0: so I'll just go for it. <laughs> are you hoping to try to combine your skills or are you thinking, right, I'm going to go out there and try and get a, a, a kitchen job?
1: I'm not being too rigid with it. I'm just seeing where it takes me because, um, I don't know, just, I feel like it could take me many places and I don't want to be too um, strict or too like, yeah, I just want to be flexible and really? have fun with it and just see where it takes me.
0: Okay, so egg week, um, vegetables as well, you're doing. How are you finding it? Were you, you kind of like a keen home cook as well? And, and what's, what's that transition been like to here?
1: Can I be honest? Yeah. Everything I've been doing up to this point is wrong.
0: <laughs> In your home?
1: In my home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're so learning a lot of I've stuff. I've
1: realized that there's so much technique and there's so much stuff to learn and it's just been invaluable really, so.
0: Is there any like one particular dish or skill or thing that kind of surprised you that, you, that you've been learning in, in the week so far?
1: Yeah, like I've also done stock as well and that, that the amount of effort into that, it just never occurred to me before. I've never made stock from scratch. I've never been one to make anything from scratch. Um, I thought I was good at cooking until I joined.
0: <laughs> so. North is studying the diploma part-time. This means that she can fit Scaffer's standard city and guilds training around her own schedule. Sometimes she comes in the morning, the afternoon or the evening. She's loving the change in pace.
1: Uh, I mean, I have, I've had um, a mix because I'm doing evening sometimes. It's a, I like that I'm doing the part-time one because it allows me to work flexibly and it's fine. So whenever I have time in the day, I'd come in the day and when I've don't, I come at the evening time, which is great for me. So it it kind of confuses me, but then again, I'm like, okay, I learned this in the other class, so it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, I'm very challenged now, which I like, because I want it to take me to the next level. And I like that I'm finding it hard. So it is extremely difficult, but I like it.
0: Now they say a bad workman always blames his tools. Well, in the kitchen, having the right equipment can make a big difference, especially if you're using the latest state-of-the-art Rational ovens. I caught up with Simona Saputo, an Italian chef who used Rational in her own restaurant before going on to work for the company.
2: Rational is born in 1973 in Germany. In Germany, uh, by an engineer. The, his name is secret Meister. And it all began with the idea of combining steam and convection heat into a same, uh, same appliance. And in 1976, we developed the first combi steamer. Okay, That was a very important milestone for Rational and, of course, for all the industry for the commercial k-
0: kitchen. Rational focuses on just two products, the iCombi Pro and Classic and the iVario Pro, both of which are used by students at Scaffer
2: iCombi Pro is the most intelligent combi steamer in the market at the moment. It's like the perfect tool for a professional chef. It is very multifunctional, our appliance, because you just decide if you want to grill, fry, steam all at the same time, and it's automatic cleaning. iBeru Pro is a contact direct heating system. It's a multifunctional appliance where you can have a variety of dishes prepared. You can fry, deep fry, you can boil, pressure cook. Whatever you want, you can do.
0: Not only is the Ivario Pro multifunctional, but you can actually carry out different cooking processes at the same time, depending on where you place the food in the pan.
2: For example, your burger. You can have your uh, turkey bacon, the burger bun, your burger, the, the cheese to be melted, all in the same pan that are having different timing and different temperature. So each one is controlled separately, monitored separately with much easier solution for the end customer.
0: If you ever plan on working in a professional kitchen, it's highly likely that you'll be expected to know how to use Rational.
2: Worldwide, I would say that we have a 50% of market share and consider that we have daily 140 million dishes prepared in Rational units. We have more than 1 million of units, combis spread in the world. And this means that really it's a part of the standard of, of the equipment in, their, in the um, hospitality and in our uh, culinary business.
0: In order to make sure that students are ready for the workplace, Scafa kits out all of its kitchens with Rational and students get to work with them every day.
2: We partnered with uh, Scafa because they are one of the well-recognized school, and it's a very professional one, so they provide a very valid program to their students. Apart from that, we want to keep them with, with our units so the student have the advantage to start their first step with what they will find do tomorrow in their professional life. This means that when they land in a hotel or in any kind of business where they, feel, they, they see rational, they already feel home. They already know how to move themselves. So it's an extra card also for their CV, because it's something that they already know and it's improving their skills.
0: Thousands of students have passed through scaffers doors. Let's meet another one of them now. Durgesh always dreamed of working as a chef. But despite a career in hospitality, it took a long time until he was able to fulfil his ambition.
3: So my name is Durgesh and I'm 40 years old. I'm from India, from the northern, northern part of India. And I've been in Dubai since last 12 years. My background is basically from food and beverage. I've worked in food and beverage industry for almost 17 and a half years. I always wanted to be a chef, but when I started my career, I didn't get the opportunity to be trained as a chef, but there was a dream, a little dream in my mind that, you know, one day I have to become a chef. So what happened, uh, I was working with Ehdia Davis as a food and beverage manager. And then one day I just saw the poster of uh, the movie Burnt. Uh, where Bradley Cooper, you know, is uh, is portraying a, a chef from England. What do you want? I'm going to run the best restaurant in the world. Believe me, that movie gave me the last push, last push to, you know, move uh, into the kitchen. And then I started looking for the options. How can I do, uh, fulfill my dream?
0: He needed an academy where he could study while still holding down a full-time job.
3: I set up a meeting with Chef Francisco Araya, and I'll be always grateful to Chef Francisco Araya for my entire life and I convinced him somehow during my meeting that you know I can do it I told Chef Francisco if any point of time you feel that I won't be uh, performing well or I won't be keeping up with the schedule because I had to come to Dubai all the way from Abu Dhabi on my off days so I said you can tell me Chef uh, if you're not
0: happy uh, and then you know uh, I'll discontinue my uh,
3: culinary course.
0: Durgesh managed to complete the course successfully and secure two internships. The first at the Ritz Carlton and the second at Ho Seasons. For the third, he wanted to go further afield.
3: I wanted to do in you know one of the world's best restaurants. So somehow I could land up in Chile and at the restaurant called Restaurante Zero Cuarenta. It's in Santiago. I was working in that restaurant for 40 days. It was amazing. See, firstly, I'm a big fan of all these uh, chefs, and especially the students of Ferran Andrea, Culinary God, I would say. So this guy, uh, of the chef of the uh, restaurant is the ex-Elbui. So that was a great opportunity, great learning for me. Uh, personally, I've learned a lot, different, different techniques, what he's trying to use in his restaurant. And when I... I was searching uh, about the restaurant before leaving for Chile. That restaurant was opened in 2015 and then after opening within two years, it was featured in the discovery list of World 50 Best. So that was one of the great achievements, I would say.
0: Having been trained and gained some real-world experience, Durgesh's next move was to resign his day job and get a full-time job at a Dubai hotel.
3: Finally, I resigned from Etihad and I joined me Dubai by Melia Hotels, which is located in the business Bay in the building called Opus Tower as as a commie one, Chef James Knight Pacheco was my executive chef. He interviewed me. He took me on board. And he's the one, he's the man who gave me the opportunity to work in a pastry department. And I'll be very thankful to him for my entire life.
0: Dergesh is laughing because he never set out to become a pastry chef. However, luckily, his training at Scafa meant that he was well prepared.
3: Getting trained uh, in Scafa, I hated the pastry the most, I never wanted to be a pastry chef, but see, I was absolutely a raw talent, I would say, in some of the pastry department. And I told Chef uh, James also, when he was telling me, that you have to be in the pastry kitchen. And uh, he has a background in pastry, so he told me, I'll help you out uh, recipes or in terms of presentation. And then it went, went off very well.
0: Today, Durgesh works at the Sofitel downtown Dubai, where he heads up the pastry department and absolutely loves it.
3: I would say uh, it's never too late. Uh, when you would like to start a new journey to fulfil your dreams, it's never too late. I started very late, but I'm on a good pace, I think. So it's just a matter of time. And that's it. Nothing else.
0: If you listened to episode one, you'll remember Hafsa, the bubbly trainee with Michelin Dreams. Let's find out how she's getting on in week number three.
5: The vegetables for me were quite boring initially, but then when I seen how, you know, just a few ingredients can bring out the beauty of, like, a good vegetable, it was game-changing for me, honestly, because I'm not a big fan of vegetables. I'm a meat person, and so I found that, you know, a little flavour can change the entire thing.
0: So what have you been making? Ratatouille!
5: <laughs> we made Ratatouille and we made uh, vegetable tien. We made eggplant parmigiana and it was delicious, each one of them. And, you know, looking at the movie Ratatouille and how they um, plated the dish, it's actually a more modernized version of the authentic one. Because if you see the movie, you see when Ego eats the, the, the thing, he goes back to this, um, <laughs> let's say, a nostalgic moment, and you see that his dish is completely different from the one Remy makes, right? It's just like a, a bowl with different kinds of vegetables, so it's actually a stew. But what Remy did is he takes that um, nostalgia and he puts it, it with a modern twist to it, and that's exactly what I'm kind of looking for, you know, taking tradition and making it into something else.
0: While we were chatting, Hafsa was poaching eggs, a lot of eggs.
5: I've been poaching eggs for a long time. (laughs) And the Hollandaise? The Hollandaise, I've done it too before, but the only thing that's different this time is that chef said if you want to prevent it from splitting, you should separate the milk solids, the non-fat milk solids, from the butter initially. Yeah. Yeah. So you get clarified butter or ghee and then you, you go ahead with it. But when I did it, I did it with normal butter and it, it, turned out norm, it turned out perfect, in fact. And I was surprised because when he said that, oh, you know, you have to clarify the butter before you do it. So I was like, okay, so maybe we can try it this time and see how it goes. If I feel that mine was better or this one was better. It's all a process of, you know, learning.
0: Next time on Chef's Dream, we meet Ruby, who's learning that a kitchen brigade quickly becomes a family.
2: Really now, I think that like they my family, not a student. They help me, I help them. We learn from each
0: other. Culinary instructor, Chef Toyo, tells us all about the professional pastry course.
5: It's a laid back kitchen. You come in, you feel laid back, you feel relaxed. That way you can work
0: and produce more. And we meet a graduate who has gone on to have a great career in baking in the USA.
1: I feel like Scaffa really set the base for it. I knew science behind it. I understood how to work in a kitchen. So for me, I feel like Scafa definitely, definitely
2: helped me out.
0: If you've enjoyed this episode, you'll be pleased to hear that there are another 10 to come. So why not subscribe and give us a five-star review so more future chefs can listen in. If you want to find out more about Scafa, you can check out their website, scafa.ae. Scafa is spelt S-C-A-F-A. Or follow them on Instagram at scafa.dubai. Scafa also has a culinary school in Lahore, Pakistan. You can find them at scafa.pk or follow them on Instagram at scaffer.lahore. And I'm on Instagram at at Ray's menu. Until next time, happy cooking!